Hello everyone! The clip you're about to hear is from one of our exclusive Patreon episodes on a recent horror release, and just like all of our other episodes, it might include major spoilers for said horror release, so don't listen to it if you haven't already seen it. You've officially been warned. And if you'd like to hear the full episode, just head on over to patreon.com slash horrorqueers and subscribe today. Without further ado, here is your exclusive Patreon clip. This child is so fucking smart, and clearly it's because Ben Affleck is treating her well and, like, giving her lots of attention. But the way that Trixie responds to Melinda and vice versa is, like, kind of fascinating to me. I agree, again, but it just, we don't have enough screen time devoted yeah. to it. Similarly to Vic's obsession with snails. Oh my god, the snails. <laughs> I feel like that kind of broke the internet for a hot second, because people were like, wait, so the snails don't come to anything? <laughs> Well, so you sent me an article ahead. I, ha I had a chance to skim it, not really read it. But apparently Patricia Highsmith herself, the anti-Semite she is, was really mm -hmm. obsessed with snails. She found them very fascinating. Yeah, so this was something I feel like I had heard about but had completely forgotten. And then when I read this article, it all came flooding back. So this article is called What's With All the Snails in Deep Water? It's uh, for <laughs> Thrillist by Emma Stefanski. And... Yeah, so she details a couple of different pieces. One is that Patricia Highsmith was completely obsessed with snails, like to the point of putting them in her purse and bringing them to parties, which is oh like, okay, God. well, that is, that is not something everybody does. <laughs> yeah, the film mentions at one point that snails are poisonous if you don't prepare them correctly. And I think that right. that's that's another piece where people went into this movie they thought it was going to be super sexy it's not people then thought oh, okay well he's going to use the snails to off some of these lovers and he doesn't so <laughs> he doesn't. I think people just had the wrong expectations about what to go with well but the... okay but, but but expectations that at least at this point the film is setting up that is fair yeah yeah <laughs> So the other big piece is that Highsmith, uh, she wrote a story called The Snail Watcher, and it's a, a character who becomes obsessed with snails, and he's basically a Vic proxy in this story. So like you could extrapolate this character from the short story into Vic, where he dedicates all of his time and energy, he ignores his family, the snails are his passion project. <laughs> Apparently it turns into like a very gruesome sort of... Uh, it's like frogs, but the snails just like kill this man. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. They basically just completely take over. But the big piece that I think is telling for the film is because the snails can change basically the sex roles. So you can go from male to female and female to male. In the context of the film, what we're seeing, I'm using air quotes again, is mm -hmm. a traditional inversion of gender where Melinda has all the power in the marriage and Vic is the cuckolded husband. So it's kind of like, oh, they're changing the sex in the marriage. Do you, okay, so I love that. I think that's that adds a good layer to the film, but the mm -hmm. film doesn't, doesn't tell no. you that. Mm -mm. So is that a fault in the film or is that something that it's just like, oh, here's an Easter egg for all you snail lovers out there? To be honest, I think at the end of the day, the biggest thing is it's a shout out to Patricia Highsmith and probably that story, <laughs> but... I mean, yeah, it is an extra layer 
and it's absolutely not handled well in the world of the film. Like, I saw so many people being like, no, really, what's with the fucking snails in this movie? <laughs> I'm running into the same issue that I had with Texas Chainsaw 2, where I'm like, ah, I just don't... like. Look, again, I'm not sitting here trying to make you be like, like to poke holes in the, your your liking for this movie. But right. it's like, well, it's like, y'all, y'all care that much about this movie to like <laughs> go poke holes in this about the fucking snails? Like, it is not that important of a movie. <laughs> yeah, I, I I definitely saw a bunch of people saying like, oh, well, the weekend that this came out, you know, we had Uma in theaters, but not many because it didn't get a very wide release. So not a lot mm-hmm. of chatter about that master came out on amazon prime but it's also a relatively confronting film about racism and a lot of people saying oh it's not a true horror film which leaves us then with deep water as the alternative so i wondered how many people were just like well at least i can watch ben affleck and anna de armas fuck and then they get this we really are getting a lot more movies too that really are at, at at their core dramas that add mm-hmm. in horror elements horror filmmaking yeah. techniques and horror whatever which I, I don't mind it as long as the story justifies it right mm-hmm. 